0: On CGRU in Toronto, you're listening to Built to Play. I'm Armin Iqbali.
1: And I'm Daniel Rosen. A terrible year has ended here on our planet Earth, but paradoxically, it has been a great year for video games.
0: Yes, there may be the near threat of nuclear war and growing societal inequality,
1: but Near Automata was pretty good, y'all. Which has only made our burden greater. We are the only video game podcast that can determine what is in fact good there are definitely no other podcasts that can give lists of the best video games of the year whose hosts have also been cursed by former nintendo president hiroshi yamauchi's spiteful ghost. as we do every year we're going to give out a series of awards some general and some personal and our winners are 100 percent correct with no room for argument don't email us because they are bestowed with a pair of golden sunglasses in mr yamauchi's honor
0: now that you know the rules, let's get into our general categories. So, the first one, and this was determined by science, this is just... We are, is, again, we are
1: but the messengers. We get this from Dr. Science. It's exactly, we get this from uh, from Yamauchi's ghost himself. Yeah, he comes out of his grave every year to bestow us with these categories, and the first one is, is Armand, if you'd like to open the envelope. It is... Most anticipated Goku. So there are, yeah. uh, so there is a lot of Gokus happening in 2017. As it, 20, it happened in 2017 and will happen according to this award in 2018.
0: Yeah, I mean it's weirdly coincidental given that we have um, been talking a lot about Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Fighters Z, yep, um, and been watching the TV show
1: uh, Dragon Ball Super, Ball Super which I, uh, also a good. guy I know just told me that Dragon Ball Super's manga is better than the anime, so I might have to go read that. <laughs> but the, the
0: the video game portion of Dra- the Dragon Ball Fighter Z um Ha- is going to have at least three, if not four Gokus. It's going
1: to have several Gokus. Now, if I'm looking here at our nominees, we have uh, Goku, classic, regular flavor Goku. You open a yellow bag of lays and you get this Goku. Yep. Super Saiyan Blue Goku. That's like the Freezy Pop that you yeah. get. It's like the, you go to the 7-Eleven and you get this big yeah, slushie. it's a Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Freezy Pop. Exactly. Um, and here we have uh, Goku Black with Zamasu.
0: With, and the... Uh... That's more like, that's like the, the liquor, black licorice version so of- So I was uh,
1: thinking it was like a Twizzler because you can flip it in half, right? Exactly, yes. Black th- licorice Twizzler.
0: And then we have like- um, This is like more of a, a potential Goku, but this one is, we're definitely yeah. still excited about. Yeah, this is
1: Ultra Instinct Goku who is sort of an exciting new restaurant you've heard about but haven't tried yet. Yeah. So, okay. To,
0: w- without going too far into the lore of each of these Gokus, which do we each think- is the most deserving of this prize? So best Goku, most
1: anticipated Goku, most anticipated Goku, right? Because there's a difference. Yeah, I think having seen Super Saiyan Blue Goku, I'm most excited about regular Goku. That's a regular, old <laughs> plain Goku. That's a plain Jane Goku. Super Saiyan Blue Goku. Now he's blue. That's new and excited. <laughs> Goku Black with Zamas. First of yep. all, that's a two for one, good deal. However, Zamas not a Goku. Goku Black also not a Goku because he's Zamas. That is Zamas and Zamas. That is the... That, those are weird. two people <laughs> who are not Goku. I mean, technically in the lore,
0: uh, Zamas switched bodies of Goku and thus became Goku. But
1: it doesn't matter. It's all about the soul of Goku, as we all know.
0: Which, if you're going to go that way, I think we have to go to Ultra Instinct Goku because that's like the fresh Goku but with an all-new twist
1: yeah. on the original that's flavor. A, that's a hot new Goku. That's Diet Goku. That's Diet Cherry Goku. That's that's Goku life. That's, that's Goku uh, life. That's Crystal Goku. Exactly. With Even with the coloring, it's Crystal Goku.
0: It's a new flavor for an old smell.
1: I would like to pitch forward Shaggy Roho. And Shaggy Verde <laughs> for potential. Goku. I know they're not Gokus that might disqualify them, but I'm very excited. Okay,
0: give me your give me your argument for 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 sh- what was it? Shaggy Rohe? Sha-
1: Shaggy Rojo, and uh, Shaggy Verde. Okay, wh- they wh- are two separate okay. figures. Shaggy Rojo defeated a Grande Padre. Okay, uh, but Shaggy Verde is the guy who got Gohan to go to Gohan Blanco, which okay. was a really big deal in Dragon Ball Super.
0: I'm going to go with Ultra Instinct Goku. I think <laughs> he's probably
1: right. He is, and I think by virtue of the award, we know these three other Goku, well, these two other Goku's and this one imposter yes. are going to be in the game. Yep. We anticipate Ultra Instinct Goku, It's true. Who is if not we're going the by game. the
0: exact definition of this... Uh, and God knows we must, given <laughs> it is
1: a very real category given to us by the very real ghost of a very real and very angry Hiroshi Yamauchi.
0: The Ultra Instinct Goku, I think, is going to win. So we're, let's go with Ultra Ultra instant Goku. It is highly anticipated. We don't even know if it's in a video game yet. Congratu- but it, But con- it probably will be.
1: Congratulations. You can purchase your golden sunglasses in the Namkai Bando shop for $8.
0: So um, our next category, which I mean it's paradoxically very simple, it's mm-hmm. um is Best Girl in Persona 5. Um the, the nominees are An Makoto Futaba, Tai Takemi, um Chihiya Mufune. And Kawakami, the teacher. So, and I think the I, issue is here...
1: surprising that this is a category given that, that Makoto, Makoto is the best girl. There's yeah. really no other... I don't... I mean, there's
0: no, like, we can't really have a discussion here. There's no argument to There's no to be argument have. to... There's nothing to be say. It's...
1: On is... is it's, it, it's, it's Makoto. It's, it's not any of the others. It's I mean, not on. Futaba is your sister. That's not cool. Uh, Takami uh, is rad, but... Kind of creepy. Kind of messed up. Mifune is an idiot. Mifu- not, a, not a main character at all. And Kawakami is your teacher, so it's weird. Yeah, so we're just going to go with Makoto, Listen, the best character. Kawakami, very close second. Yeah. There, if Makoto was in this game, Kawakami would be number one with a bullet. But I'm I'm sorry, Makoto's in this video game.
0: Oh, I'm seeing a last-minute adjustment to this category. Yep. We're going with
1: best boy. Oh, Mr. Kisun. Yamauchi has, has decided to give us something else. Give okay. us an additional challenge. All right, I'm, I'll re- let me read the nominees on this. Um, Okay, we have Igor. Igor. Igor with quotes around it, Ryuji, that smug sharp prick Akechi, the Demiurge, humanity's sinful golden idol, Yusuke, and Sojiro Sakura.
0: Okay. So the thing that I find about both Igor and Igor <laughs> is that they are not boys.
1: They, neither and of them is a boy. They are strange n- Muppet men.
0: And they're they're pro- they're not even human. Like they're yeah. by the barest definition of what a boy is, and there are many things that could be boys. Yes. Igor is not one of them.
1: Now, I would like to argue, then, that perhaps Sakura is not a boy either. He is a full-grown man.
0: I mean, that's, that's he, fair. He, if
1: you would excuse my language, boinks.
0: <laughs> You're right. He does spend a lot of that game boyking in a way that no other character seems he to. He is a father. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is your father. He has he has proven himself. Yeah. Um. Okay. I don't know much about the
1: demiurge. Is it is it a boy? It's certainly male. It's, it's boy-like? It's boy-esque. It's, but if we're gonna argue, it's it's not human, which okay. would definitely not give it a lot of cachet in the in the boy standing. So we're okay. left with Ryuji, Akechi, and Yusuke.
0: Okay, so my my argument for pro, I'm pro Yusuke. Yep. Yusuke is that he is an idiot, but he's a useful idiot. In he, that he paints, he paints, and he is very good at it. Mm-hmm. And in many ways, he is um he is the the non. Um, he's your best friend. He's a good guy to have around. And... I think you're thinking of Ryuji. Um, no, I'm definitely thinking of Yusuke, who is just like always cracking those wise jokes. He's like he's just he's like the first guy you go to. Oh, I think it...
1: you're thinking of Yosuke.
0: Yes. Oh, you're right. I am. Thinking... You're thinking of
1: Yosuke from Persona 4, who is not on this list.
0: That's fair. You're but right. if we're gonna talk about
1: people who aren't on the list, <laughs> I would like to posit, I think that the best boy in Persona 5 is you. That you know what? That might you be were answer. the best boy the whole time. This is true. I did not
0: think of this twist ending to this category, but you, you have defeated me. It's as it turns out, it is I, we, we all of us <laughs>
1: together are the best boy.
0: Everyone who played this game is the best boy. So I guess we'll many, have a pair of
1: golden sunglasses on buildtoplay.ca that you can print out and wear for yourself.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> the next category we have is game we should have played instead of replaying Destiny 2.
1: Woof. Um,. So This is a very targeted award. <laughs> yeah. So, I, you literally replayed all of this. I Destiny had to 2. replay Destiny 2 because I bought it on PC, but your copy was on PlayStation 4.
0: And then I replayed all of it because I wanted to level up. So, now we have both played at least the equivalent of two Destiny 2s in playing. We've basically w- played
1: Destiny 4. Oh, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Instead of playing any one of the following Wolfenstein 2, Horizon Zero Dawn, Cuphead, Hellblade, Sona's Sacrifice, Knack 2, or Dream Daddy.
1: Okay. I would like to posit that none of us need to play Horizon Zero Dawn because we both played Legend of Zelda the Breath of the Wild. It's, it's the greatest game of all time.
0: That's fair. They are both open world games in which um you you get better weapons and you target enemies in specific I'm just going to put it out here.
1: Link's hotter than the girl from uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Alloy? Yeah. He's it's- ho- he, Link's hotter. That's fair. That's just That's true, true. facts. It's science, and if rather we're going I would by rather si- look at link, link.
0: And I know Yamauchi prefers that we go by science, so true. let's let's Zero
1: okay. out of the equation. Okay. Wolfenstein too. Now you are playing that game. I have yet to play that game, so
0: that that might disqualify it. But I
1: don't think it does because it is a game about punching Nazis in this turbulent political time, and all I want to do is punch a Nazi. Okay, so I definitely think that that should be up there. Okay, so then
0: next we have is Cuphead, and Cuphead is very pretty. It's very good looking. It um it unfortunately is it as pretty as Link? Um yes, I would argue yeah. that it is as pretty as Link, but I would also say that there are things in that game that are not as pretty as Link. No. I think that it has it has Link potential. It yeah. has Link bare-chested, mm-hmm. but not Wearing not, a Gerudo not, outfit. Yeah. It's not
1: Gerudo Link, but it is Slim Trunks Link.
0: Exactly. It's like. It's.
1: Link's kind of. It's it's kind of studly Link, but not coquettish Link.
0: Exactly. That's exactly how I would have put it. <laughs> yes. You take the words right out of my mouth.
1: Now, Hellblade was Sacrifice, a game I literally know nothing about, so I don't know if I should have played it. So, Do you know anything about this game? I've heard that it's a video game. That's cool. Um, that's so, a big start <laughs> for us, because we have not played a lot of those, I yeah. think, in
0: our day. <laughs> so, from what I understand, Hellblade is a game in which you. Um, play as Senua. Actually, I don't even know that. Does she I'm,
1: sacrifice something? I, I, you assume n- <laughs> that Senua makes a sacrifice, yeah. but you don't know.
0: Yeah, I think that we may be operating on too little information. Well, this is which is in contrast to our next
1: one, which we know way too much, which is Knack 2. Knack 2, Electric Boogaloo. Knack 2, The Secret of the Utes. Knack 2, The Search for Knack's Gold. Knack <laughs> 2, Heroes of Lagarde. Knack Odyssey 2. Knack 2, The Future.
0: God. Two uh, knack,
1: two knack.
0: Okay. I think that that is a strong argument. Let's move on to our next one. Dream Daddy. So um Now, this is a, another g- attractive game. Yes. I think the issue is are any of the daddies cuter than Link? They're not. They're
1: not. So this may end up this may if we're gonna like get If re- it's a cuteness rating, it's it's gonna have to be Wolfenstein. Yeah. DJ Blaskowitz is, is the a only, honey. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, <laughs> That is the most I, uncertain
0: do-you-know-what-I-mean-I-have-heard-out-of-you-in-a-long-time because I exactly know what you mean. You know so exactly you to, what I mean. You didn't need to be uncertain I think at all. Here, okay,
1: here's what I'm going to put to you this. The game we should have played instead of replaying Destiny 2 yep. should have been Wolfenstein 2 because yes. instead of shooting fake space fascists, we should have been shooting real fake fascists. That's fair. We should have been enacting change in this world.
0: All right, so to and the developers of... Wolfenstein 2.
1: Machine games. Yeah. Your uh, golden sunglasses are on a Nazi. You need to punch them off and a will land on your face.
0: <laughs> Alright, so uh, the last category is the Ronald Reagan Memorial Award because it's his birthday today. Well, the
1: Ronald Reagan Memorial Late Stage Capitalism Award yeah. for the video game that is killing video games through economic manipulation. Said, Happy birthday, birthday to Ronald yeah. Reagan.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so then it's Star Wars Battlefront 2. It's Overwatch. It's FIFA 17. Um, it's Middle Earth Shadow of War. And it's Team Fortress 2, because that game still exists. Because that game still, still n- exists
1: in 2017. And has a that? lot of
0: money. Um Okay. Okay. So I think the, the we're gonna we could argue over it. Star Wars Battlefront 2 has like super convoluted um oh. monetary system. It was Overwatch, the
1: straw that broke the camel's back.
0: Yes. Um Overwatch is an incredibly successful, and I think mm. it's one that people have like tend to have fans of. Yep. Like, they're they tractors, but like you don't need to put money into that game, and the rewards seem to work out more It's all or less. cosmetic. You can yeah. buy the
1: game and play the game, no problem. Um, um, Team Fortress 2 still
0: exists. It still exists. Which is shocking, and that makes it a strong contender. Medieval, um, medieval. Middle Earth Shadow of War is kind of a bad video game generally, and I don't know why you'd want to play it. Sure, so, but the
1: loot boxes make it easier to play the single player.
0: That's true. Which why, is a disaster. Yeah, I don't know why you would do that that is a bad game i would say that fifa 17's ultra team given that it fifa 17's ultra team has been why video games have been canceled in um
1: in uh 2017 why why people uh, have lost their jobs
0: in 2017
1: uh um, the why evidence that late-stage capitalism will eventually destroy us all and socialism is our future
0: as it turns out fifa 17 is incredibly good at getting money out of people
1: yep it also led people. The previous FIFA game uh, put people in court for fraud cases, yeah. and the first cases of YouTube influencers being being uh, litigated for fraud.
0: It's so actual crimes. Yeah. So okay, here's so here's what I'll posit to you. I think our real fight is between FIFA 17, which has done actual yeah. crimes, and
1: Star Wars Battlefront Two. Well, no, I was gonna oh, say Team Fortress Two. Team Fortress Two, which Fort is Fortress... the father of crime. Yeah,
0: the father of crime. I
1: think, I think with Team Fortress Two, people already know what they're doing. FIFA is the new disaster. Okay. Team Fortress Two has already ruined the lives. It will ruin. <laughs> FIFA Seventeen still has several rot lives to ruin in its future.
0: Yeah, so um, uh, or would would is like Star Wars Battlefront Two a stealth ca- a stealth winner here? I
1: think, think Battlefront Two. A lot of that stuff is starting to go away. Yep, they, and they're starting to edit that game. And FIFA Seventeen is the reason that stuff is there. Yeah so I think we give it to FIFA 17 congratulations your golden sunglasses are in a lo- are in one of at least 400 loot boxes they each cost two dollars
0: b- hope you find them in the next six years <laughs> and now for our personal awards so we have these are um, what these, these are categories that we're
1: Again, give, given to, to us, us by Mr. Yamauchi's and ghost.
0: And we just filled them however science best determines. So yep. the first category on this list is best robot tiers. And those are in Near Automata. As, Objectively. As, as my algorithm has determined. So Near Automata is a great game about um that has the co- combines two really fascinating pieces one it has an interesting combat system that actually tells a story about its characters so and it's a character it's a combat system you can kind of take, take as in depth as you want um but also like the way that you add abilities the way that you you simply start that game and start personalizing your characters is actually part of the story of the game itself and i find that totally fascinating and it's not just a matter of like Oh, I got a new ability! But like, literally, the way you go through those menus is part of the narrative. And then on top of that, it does a really interesting thing with perspective. It goes into, um, it goes into the uh, the idea that there are multiple points of... of, uh, There are multiple people who are witnessing what is going on and they are hiding things from each other. And by allowing you to play the game multiple times with different abilities and different understandings of the game world, you actually get a really fascinating take on the game's overarching plot. And it rewards you... for for sticking around with it, even though it is a game where it, like you are essentially beating it at least two and a half to three to four times, like there are many endings to that game, and you you got to be able to say like I don't like saying this a ton, but you got to be able to say like, look, the first time is not like the be all end all. You got to play play it go. Uh, you got to get that to start getting the interesting stuff, and it kind of sucks that it's like that.
1: But, I mean, the way you have to think about it, and I've seen people talk about it, is that you don't have to think about them as playthroughs. They are chapters. Exactly. Nier Automata has several short chapters. Yes. Which which claim to be an ending to the game, but they're really not.
0: No. And that is, I like guess, self-reveal. So I highly recommend I'm not going to go any deeper into the into the game. Um, but I will say that, like, a boy does cry at the yep. end of uh, Nier Automata.
1: And, and that, that boy, boy is you. <laughs> that boy was me. The the I will say also about Nier Automata, I've not played enough of it, but the music is beautiful. And yes, absolutely. Yokotaro and the Kavia team are so good at making the kind of video games that they make, from Dragon Guard to the first Nier, that buy this game, play it, and support what it is because they make video games like no other big Japanese developer makes video games. Yeah,
0: totally. It's like it, Square Enix should not have greenlit this game by its by its direct seek sequ- direct prequels, um, returns or Yokotaro's. Precedence in the video game industry, but somehow it got made. Mm -hmm. And if you help fund this game, maybe he'll make another video game.
1: We want Nier Automat 2.
0: Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, What is the next category on this? Uh, The
1: next category in this envelope is uh, the No, I swear this Zelda game is different for real this time, you guys. It's not like Ocarina of Time at all award for genuine video game innovation and sweet motorcycle tricks. That goes Uh, to? The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which is... A good
0: video game? In
1: my opinion, and this is not a joke, having had basically all year to ruminate on this, Uh, I think my favorite video game of all time. Really? I, and maybe it's the shine on it. Okay. But I don't think I have played a game that redefines what a genre can do, what a mode can do, what a game developer can do with resources and intelligent design in the way Breath of the Wild has with specific regards to the open world genre. I, as I've said several times in this game, in this podcast rather, hate open world games Yes, with a fervent passion. They bore me. The quest design is abysmal. The worlds themselves are bland and uninteresting. I see them as a negative space. They may as well be replaced by loading screens.
0: And I think one of the fascinating things on top of that is that like, Open worlds, one of the things that make them painful, is that they combine with RPG mechanics in a way that just makes actually traversing the worlds initially, for many of the the starting hours,
1: tedious and annoying. Exactly. Breath of the Wild does away with all of that. Every inch of Breath of the Wild's world is interactable in an interesting and fun way. Every inch of Breath of the Wild can be can be solved whether you have just started the game or you are a hundred hours in. Every inch of Breath of the Wild can be both as challenging and as easy as you want it to be based on how smart you are and how deeply you've thought about the game's mechanics. Every step of Breath of the Wild was perfectly and carefully crafted by somebody. You can see the you, you can see it everywhere. If you read just a little bit about the game's design, the way triangles, just the shape of triangles, is used to create height like reveals and shots and images and stills. Everything about this game is meticulous in a way that open world games just have never been. Everything about this game urges you to play it in a different way. Not just because the way you're doing it isn't fun, but because everything you think will work will work. Do you want to solve this puzzle instead of okay I need to complete this circuit you you can put some metal things on plates to make electricity go the right way or you can dump all your swords on the ground and arrange them into a line from one one electric outlet to the other and you got electricity <laughs> like do you, do you want to climb the tallest thing and then jump down and, just, like, parachute over the world? Sure. Do you want to go and chase, a, like, three giant dragons around the world? Do you want to see how fast it t- you can ride a horse? Do you want to just tame horses and catch them? I mean, Do you want to build a village? Like, it, and, and these aren't... In the usual way that open world games treat these things, is like these are achievable things and you get rewards. The reward for doing these things in Breath of the Wild is just getting to interact with the world more. Every step of that world, as soon as you beat the opening three hours, you can literally go anywhere and do anything in any order. And it doesn't feel
0: bad. I think like the, the, the best the, the best way I um, can think about this game is that there's been a lot of games throughout history where... The appeal, the, the thing that the designer will start off with was like, do you see that mountain over there? You, you can, can visit it. Yeah. And that has that that has been true in Skyrim. That's has has been, been true, true in a lot of games. Yep. But what makes this game unique is that it is truly your choice how you get to the top of that hill, what you do on the top of that hill, how the, the other, the way you interact with the other creatures on that hill, there's such a sheer variety that...
1: Actually, going to the hill is meaningful in a way that it just isn't in a lot it, of games. And it can be meaningful just to you. Yes. You can experience things that nobody else will experience because of the way the game's procedural generation stuff works. Like, just in terms of the, the procedural behavior stuff. Exactly. There isn't a lot of procedural generated activity. but Yeah. Breath of the Wild is the first video game I've ever played that makes no concessions to being a video game. Yes. It is an unbelievable... It, it is the first game I have played that says everything we have promised a video game can be mechanically. Yeah. It can be. And it can be more than that. And... This is a game that people will be stealing from for years. This is going to be a game in my mind that will be foundational. It is the birth of an open world genre that actually functions. It makes no concessions. It doesn't every promise it makes to you, it fulfills and more. The only thing that's bad about it is that I only wish the ending stuff was a little bit more challenging, but maybe it would have been if I had spent less time in its world. Yeah. Breath of the Wild ratchets itself to your experience. And I can only hope that Nintendo revisits this formula and gives it a little bit more polish in dungeon design or something. It's the only complaint I could possibly have about it. Everything from the music to the world to the weapons is so meticulously and perfectly crafted that you everything you can do has been thought about and will be rewarded in some little way. And it's it's perfect. It is games don't get to be perfect. It's not a perfect video game, but there was un, in this moment world, in time in this, this in the world in this moment in time. There has not been a video game I have played in years where – there, or rather, let me rephrase that. Every video game I have played since I was a child, there were moments I am not having fun. Yeah. There was not one moment of Breath of the Wild where I was not having fun. Not even a second of that game is not fun. And that, I think, is one of the most amazing things a game can aspire to do. So – the creators
0: of Legend of Zelda: Breath in the Wild, Nintendo may already have several. You, sunglasses. you may already have several golden <laughs> pairs of
1: sunglasses, but yours can be found underneath a rock on top of a mountain that you must roll into a puddle. Uh, trade the Korok seed to the dancing to the dancing Korok man, and he will give you a pair of golden sunglasses in your inventory slot.
0: Watch out for the liger. The um, our next category is most improved sequel of a game that was basically a pair, uh, basically a stack of wood on top of a. Plastic box that collapsed in on itself and is now on fire. I can really the- only
1: think of one game that fits that award description, so I'm glad they gave it to us <laughs> so, to, so specifically. It
0: is it's Destiny Two. So unlike Destiny One, Destiny Two is a video game. <laughs> With-
1: <laughs> unlike Destiny One, a heaping pile of garbage.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I have talked on on other episodes of this. I think we even gave it a bad, like a negative thing award for um for Destiny. But I have like. Destiny has been like a part of my life, where I wanted it to be or not. And Destiny Two is perhaps like, I look at that game, and they have taken a very serious look at what made Destiny good, which was gun feel. It was putting a gun in your hand, shoot, making it that every type of gun and every manufacturer of gun feels unique. Whether it's the aesthetics, whether it's how it's shot, whether it's the reload rate, like every single part, it feels like you. It's the closest I've gotten to having, like, appreciation for items. Yeah. Like, I am not, like, a, a loot person, but Destiny takes so much, it puts so much attention to each of the individual items that they matter now. Now, part of it is, like, perhaps the, the reward loop of the game doesn't function. Um, it makes you go through too many of these items at, at a time. But I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Unlike Destiny, two, uh, Destiny 1, where it felt like you were stuck with whatever... Yeah, whatever garbage you, you, you got, it was yeah.
1: there. Again... The greatest thing about Bungie is that they make gun feel like nobody else done. They invented the term gun feel because yeah. their guns feel so good and different. And Destiny Two gives you more guns to feel.
0: Yes, and because of that, and because
1: of its like actual respect for the player, it's, which really go- good single player missions, like yeah. a really good campaign,
0: which is surprising when the game is fundamentally a multiplayer cooperative experience. Yeah, and there's like mo- there's competitive elements in there too. But the idea that Destiny, someone could come out of Destiny Two and say like I really enjoyed playing that by myself, when like the thing you could say about Destiny One is that like yeah, I guess he didn't, I guess he didn't, you didn't have like six friends who also played. A video game because if then you couldn't do any of the um you couldn't do any of the strikes properly and if you didn't do any of the strikes properly then you're really not leveling up fast enough you better go through these um you better go through these uh, quest lines over and over again because otherwise you're just not going to be able to have any fun yep. like the idea that everything was gated every single part of that thing was was um, felt like it was distant and you were being pro- fed IOUs for a game that never was there until maybe the Taken King yeah now we have something that Fulfills, the it's not perfect. It's not. A, I, I wouldn't give it the same praise that you just gave Breath of the Wild. Yeah. But if we're talking about most improved sequel of a bizarrely constructed, if we're talking about lessons learned,
1: yeah, just how to make a better video game than the one you made, I, I don't think there's a better example of that than Destiny Two this year.
0: Yes, absolutely. So, Bungie, you're getting a pair of golden sunglasses in the
1: mail. It's in your bright and your next bright engram. Yeah. You hope. <laughs> you hope. All right, Dan, what's the next category? The next category is the Battle Royale Did It First Award for being a... The Battle Royale... Oh, the Battle Royale Did It First Award for being a jerk to teenage girls who liked the Hunger Games and ignoring that film's impact on the teen murder genre, which resulted in games like this. And the award goes to Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, the second best game of the year.
0: Yeah, so... Player knowns battlegrounds is kind of fascinating in that it is a horror game without any actual specific horror elements it is not designed to be scary it is not designed to be like um a super uh it's, it's, there's no jump scares or anything it's, it's just an open it's just yeah it's at tense. all times
1: the the it's that it's that what, what's it called it's that pl- Rocky horror picture show joke where it's, like, it's all about anticipation.
0: yeah exactly so the the whole thing with player unknowns battlegrounds is that at all times you are um, struggling to get a
1: single shot out, and this is horrifying me. You <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's the thing about player unknowns battlegrounds that you go in knowing that there's 99 other people out for your blood, your head, and with that in mind, you have to kill them before they kill you or yeah. hide until enough of them kill each other that you can move around safely. Yeah. Player Player knows battlegrounds is it's tense, right? It's it's you're constantly like looking over your shoulder, afraid of everybody around you unless you're in a team game, in which case you're afraid of every other team around you. It is a, it's like you said, it's a horror game, but there's nothing on the surface scary about it. It's just tense. Yeah. It requires, it demands skill. It demands patience, awareness. It demands so many things. It demands being so good at that game to win. There is no luck in winning, aside from where the, you know the, the 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 safe zone spawns there's so little luck involved just a little bit just a, just a little gamey luck to let it you know games play out differently but skill is so deeply rewarded it's so scary to be in that situation when you are a person who doesn't have that skill
0: And it's fascinating because the more you see like more ex- experienced teams what they end up doing is they just develop squad tactics like legitimate real squad tactics with like built-in language for, like, how they want to talk about, like, okay, there's a guy there's a guy in your right flank. You need to immediately turn. And then people will have words for that just to make sure that information gets um, put across quickly. And the idea that a game can inspire that in... Um, in a group without being something like Eve online yeah. is, um, is fascinating.
1: It's, it's these games that are about group dynamics, right? And what your fellow human can and might do to you that scares you. And, and man, I don't know. There is no game that has used, no game has, ha, that has used its scale to such good effect. I think yeah. maybe any multiplayer game I've ever played. It's, it's, Brilliant, and it's it's incredible that it took so long to get a game so well made, and it didn't even matter that it was horribly unpolished and horribly unoptimized. We're finally getting the 1.0 version yeah. this month, but like it this is,
0: month has been early access for most of 2017.
1: Yeah, I think it started in like March or April, yeah. but it's or May I think May May is the month, but it's like. We have been playing it for months and it's only been getting better and it's going to be really sharp and really focused going into 2018. And I I honestly do think that like Player Knows Battlegrounds was my second favorite game of this year. I think both in Breath of the Wild kind of are thematically for me like they are genre birthing points. They are are, are flash points in two genres that I think are really going to explode. People are going to steal from this. People are already stealing from this (laughs) and stuff like Fortnite. People are going to steal from PUBG and I'm very excited to see what people can do with it. It's...
0: To, to compare your two winners, mm-hmm. I will say that like while Zelda feels like the culmination of a lot of s- people making smart decisions and having learned from all the other open world games of what works and what doesn't, yep. this feels like an opening up point. Yes. Of like, yes, there was a refining, there are other games like this, and they, they learned how, how to make a good version of this, but this is going to spawn so many other imitators in ways that we can't even anticipate.
1: Exactly. I, I'm very... Both- PUBG and Breath of Wild make me very future. Mary excited about the future of game development both from big budget studios and small studios. PUBG was made by somebody who was never a game designer. Yes. And that just it fills me with excitement. 2018 could be a 2018 might not be that year but 2019, 2020 like all this stuff could be really cool years for video games and PUBG is just a really great sign of that. So And with that, I think Well, we have to congratulate oh, right. Congratulations to the player in those Battlegrounds. Your sunglasses will be dropping out of an airplane in 5, 4, Three, two, one. Congratulations.
0: Winner, winner, chicken dinner.
1: Hey, someone had to say it. Yeah, so we are free. We, we have are once, free. Once again. Yamauchi's ghost, you can't see him. Yeah. Yamauchi's ghost just took his sunglasses, picked his sunglasses off the table, which is incredible because a goes, yeah. and floated out of the room. You, We saw it with our own eyes. We're looking each other in the eyes when I say this, so <laughs> you know I'm not lying.
0: That's that's how you know. Are you a cop, Dan?
1: You would have to tell me. <laughs> what?
0: Okay, uh, you're a cop. Am Dan. I?
1: You're a cop, Dan. Oh crap! I'm under arrest.
0: <laughs> um. Okay. So with that and us being a surprise ending, we've been arrested by. We've been arrested by, 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 by the game police.
1: Yeah. None um, of our games were on Polygon's top 500 game list of all time. Is how you know we're not we're fake gamer boys.
0: Exactly. So. With that, I think we're going to wrap up 2017. Thank you so much to CGRU for hosting us. Um, we've been here in Toronto for we've been doing this for something like four or five years. Five?
1: No, S- five or six years. Yeah, which five is, and a half years. I think.
0: Which is crazy. Um, so we just want to thank to like anyone who's bothered to pay attention to if us. If you're
1: still listening to us, if you're a new listener, if you're an old listener, if you've somehow stumbled across this 400 years in the future as the only remnant of mankind, thank you. You mean a lot to us and to the future of civilization. Go out there and reproduce. <laughs> From CGRU, this has been Built to Play. I'm Armin Bali And I'm Daniel Rosen. You can follow us on Twitter at Built to Play or visit our website, builttoplay.ca.
0: You can find us on Facebook. But hey, if you really do like the show and you promise to help us out, you can be sure to tell a friend or
1: leave us a review on iTunes. Or you can send us an email at builtplayshow at gmail.com. It'd be great to hear from you unless you're a cop.
0: (laughs) You can can follow me personally on Twitter at Flarkon. That's F-L-A-R-K-C-O-N. It's the first time I haven't made that mistake in 2017. Good work.
1: And I'm at Daniel underscore Rosen. And remember, we'll survive 2018 too. Thank you so much for listening.